2: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Guys, this is Matt Donald from the future, from the year 2070. I'm 79 years old. I know I don't sound it, but look, healthcare got really, really great in the future. But you know it didn't get great? Everything else... A nuclear war! Countries hate each other even more than they do now. Wealth inequality is up the wazoo. People are starving. Global warming has become global. Holy crap, it's really hot, Ing. Ah, oh, it's terrible. But the consensus is that it's the way it is now because in this version of the future, not enough people subscribe to my Patreon account at patreon.com slash MatthewDonald. Well, I've come back to try and fix that future from ever happening again. So if you like your future to be, you know, pretty good, like not great, but better than this, then subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash MatthewDonald. There you can find bonus content for both my shows, The Ritwit and Paleo For the Paleo bonus content, We discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about Paraworld, a really obscure but really fun real-time strategy game from back in the day that has dinosaurs and people riding dinosaurs and robots and pirates and samurai and guns. It's been described as Dinotopia meets Warcraft, and that's quite an apt description, I'd say. Link is in the description for you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support, and have a lovely day. Sign up to the Patreon. Do it for the future! Now I gotta go back before the time police catch me. Roar, growl, snarl, bellow. Roar. Welcome to PaleoBytes, the podcast that's a real dino snore. <laughs>
3: Uh,
2: my name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I'm the Rotane series of guest co-hosts, talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by probably the fan favorite of the show, at least if my if my mom is any indication. <laughs> uh, please welcome Laura Owsley. How are Hello,
3: you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm
2: good. Uh,
3: that is actually my target demographic, is that I do really well with like middle-aged adults. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh. oh I'm sure she'd be flattered that you said Say she's middle-aged
3: <laughs> <laughs> i know much better than to say anything else come on now and mom does listen to this podcast so love you mom hi matt's mom <laughs> <laughs> we have not met
2: oh <laughs> uh, she's great she loves your voice so she thinks you you have a great dynamic on this show so so anyways
3: uh, you really can't do this to me right before we start recording no, or like gonna... in the early episodes. Yeah. Like, this, my ego will be too big for this. Well, one. then
2: also, you'll be, the pressure will be on. You'll be like, I've got to be funny. I've got to make jokes. Oh, I'm always
3: funny. Oh, that's no, true. I... It's just naturally <laughs> true. Yeah, it's, I guess right, that's true. Right, come on. Yeah.
2: Uh... As <laughs> opposed to, you know, me who are like, I have to like, Hundred episodes in now, and I'm like, how can I do a Welcome to Paleobites, the self-deprecating joke that's about themed around dinosaurs? How do I come up with a hundred of these? <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty proud of you so far. You've done a lot of these. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh,
2: I've got a whole uh, library of Welcome to Paleobites podcast where blank, and like it's like uh, I think I have another mm-hmm. fifty more. <laughs> Like,
3: that's honestly so impressive to me. Like,
2: yeah. Like, again, how many self-deprecating jokes themed around dinosaurs can we have here? I
3: feel like that should be, like, you should share this as a Google sheet uh, for the rest of the world and just let other people, like, plug in their own stuff.
2: Right. Ooh, ooh, smarts. Right? And I'll be like, this one is submitted by Patreon. <laughs>
3: like, exactly. Like, fan uh. interaction.
2: Yeah, I would read you some of these, but one, I don't want to spoil them for future episodes, but two, I want you to hear them, you know, off the cuff when I say them. If-
3: oh, yeah, and it's always fun for me to see where you're going to start the episode at.
2: Yeah, okay. Speaking of starting the episode at.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of our better transitions.
2: Okay, Uh okay, well, I guess nice a related question. That's usually where we start our episodes at. Yeah. Uh... Okay. Oh, God. I had a really good one that I remembered I was going to say. I was like, what was that? <laughs>
3: I'm so proud of you.
2: Ah, I remembered. I was like, this would be perfect to ask Laura.
3: I do that probably once a week, though, like be in the shower or something. I'm like, I thought of a great thing to say. I, I, I
2: follow the Twitter profile, Shower Thoughts. So good. Yeah. Yeah. You follow them too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Man. Okay, okay, there we go. If you could, uh, if a dinosaur were to spontaneously come to mind in a shower for you, if you were to, like, what what is the dinosaur most likely for you to have a shower thought about, do you think?
3: So this is not an after dark question, N- just to be clear.
2: I mean, uh, I mean, look, you do you in the shower, but... Okay.
3: Um, no, uh, let's see. And I, get,
2: I know the likelihood of you thinking of any dinosaur in the shower is, like, slim to none, but out of those slim to none, what is the most likely?
3: Okay, then, like... Let's like narrow it down to like what dinosaur would be like most akin to the yellow rubber duck I have in my shower.
2: Uh probably uh based on, you know, how evolution works and right. the uh, definition of dinosaurs, the duck itself.
3: <gasps> like <laughs> <Le> gasp. <laughs> a gasp. That's the way I the French gasp. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the meme cries in Spanish. <laughs>
2: okay. Uh Okay, well, if you're talking about actual prehistoric creatures, there was a Hesperornis, which is like a prehistoric... It's not a duck, but it kind of looks like a duck. Okay. It's huge. (laughs) I love that.
3: Have you seen... There's a uh, very old stand-up bit uh, that went viral... Mm-hmm. A very long time ago. This is great content. Oh, was
2: it the one about, like, you, all the rubber ducks? Yes. Yes. And he, like... like,
3: tortures his poor roommates with getting, like, hundreds of rubber ducks until he gets one that takes up the entire
2: Yeah, because they're like, okay, you can only have one rubber duck. Like, oh, one well, one rubber duck, huh? <laughs> it's just this <laughs> giant one. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think about that probably twice a week. That's, because It's pretty funny. Right? And my roommate and I have a pretty good relationship. But yeah. at the same time, my, like, more petty side of me, whenever he says <laughs> something, I'm like... I'd really love to take this like to the max to really annoy you right now. I Jesse. just like... if that
2: happened to me, I'd be I'd just be nervous to go to the bathroom because i be like, what I'm... duck mayhem is waiting for me in here? <laughs> this is fair. This is
3: fair. <laughs> and you know, the more I think about it, the more I think that I don't have an excuse because there is like a half bath in my apartment.
2: You don't have an excuse except for you know, do you have money to buy all these ducks?
3: Well, no, but I assume that like. I could steal them, or rent well, you, them, or... You know,
2: I'll go look at garage sales. I'm assuming people Ooh. are giving away their ducks. Now, the, granted, they'll all be different ducks, I assume. Oh, no. I think
3: that's a good thing, though, right? Well,
2: the whole thing with that skit was that they're all the same duck. <laughs> Just mm. different sizes. <laughs> Although, I guess there really isn't that much variety. They're usually all yellow. They're usually all kind of the same right? shape. And
3: some of them have, like, hats and stuff. But, like, aside from that, mm. like... Why are rubber
2: ducks yellow? Have you ever seen a yellow duck?
3: You know, I don't know if I have... I was a Gosh, diddly dang darn good question. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to swear less on Matt's podcast. Yeah, so I swear away.
2: But, oh, I guess it's true. It's for my sake to stop the Velociraptors <laughs> from coming.
3: <laughs> also, I've already used my, like, one great bit on the I can say whatever I want and then a whole series of swear words followed yep, by the word poop.
2: Yep, I remember that. <laughs> that was great. That was f***ing <laughs> great. <laughs> 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 it's
3: my f- <laughs> best content.
2: Yeah, f- yeah. <laughs> That's all uh, There's all the edits there. Okay. There we go. <laughs> all right. So anyway. all we're a lot of this season. speaking of uh okay, oh, yeah, okay, here we, here's well, You know, ducks mm. are kind of like flamingos.
3: Yeah, they're like aquatic birds. They
2: they they're short-legged short-necked flamingos.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Aren't pink. There are not pink. There're
2: no pink ducks.
3: The, are there not? Are there? I, don't I was know. just
2: about to Google all the yellow ducks. I will have to add to the list well, of oh, their pink ducks. Well,
3: because flamingos are kind of like more white than pink, depending That's true. on their diet. That's
2: true. I guess if those ducks did eat uh, the shrimp, they would turn pink. Also, I wondered if we eat the shrimp, what would happen? Would we
3: happen? turn pink?
2: Yeah. Would our skin turn pink or mm. would our hair turn pink?
3: I'd assume our skin, because, like, if you eat too many, like, carrots, your skin can get a little yellow. Yeah, I've seen the Magic School Bus. Yeah. Yes.
2: (laughs) So, where I think uh, Ralphie or Arnold turns orange (laughs) or something. I forget.
3: Thank you for immediately calling me out on, like, it's not like Laura read this in some research paper. She watched the Magic School Bus at age nine and took this as her entire scientist, like, education that's how 90s
2: kids (laughs) got their science either magic school bus or bill nye the science guy
3: i didn't have a like regular science class until like ninth grade so like yeah yeah i mean you're not wrong
2: anyways well we're not talking about flamingo we're talking about a pterodactyl that's like a flamingo
3: Yeah. we're
2: talking about pterodostro Pterodostro. or or southern wing the austro like australia
3: huh are they native to australia uh no. Oh. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, get to where they're native to though. Okay. Okay.
3: So I did do a little bit. Uh, I looked up a picture of this particular uh creature, uh, like right before I came here. Oh, really? And it had it standing like next to a giraffe, and if this like measurement is accurate, it's freaking huge Ooh,
2: so what you're uh talking about there is quetzalcoatlus <laughs> which uh, is not this uh but is another pterodactyl that is by far the biggest one and yeah like it like that one like has a 40 foot wingspan but we think that was kind of mostly terrestrial and yeah when it stood on the ground it was the height of a giraffe
3: <laughs> oh that's terrifying yeah uh, this I'll... one's
2: not that though this what type it is a Oh, God, no words to start with the letter C and then T, except for Cthulhu. This type is a chinat... tin... chasmated pterodactylid, a group of pterosaurs known for, the, right. for their distinct filter-feeding teeth. Yeah, thank you for verifying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, size. Okay, so Quetzalcoatlus had a 40-foot wingspan. This had an 8.2 feet slash 2.5-meter wingspan.
3: Okay. I mean, that's still freaking yeah. huge. Yeah, like
2: the great blue like, herons that I sometimes see here they have a six foot wingspan, and sometimes I'm like, "What? They shouldn't be that big." They
3: like, should not be that big. Even like sometimes just going to the Denver Zoo, I'm looking at some of the like eagles and stuff, and I'm like, "Holy crap, that well, thing is huge!"
2: Well, and also like those eagles, like they're usually just sitting there, like, yeah. and, and they, that's like if we ever see them spread their wings, like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> yeah, like.
3: Birds are crazy, man. They're
2: dinosaurs. They're modern dinosaurs. I know. Yep. Uh, Diet Omnivore for Pterodostro. Okay. Uh, Time, early Cretaceous, 106 to 104 million years ago. Uh, Location, uh, Argentina is where they're from, actually.
3: Oh, Okay. So still
2: the South. Still
3: South. South America instead of the other side of the country. Have
2: you ever... The other side of the world. Yeah, the other side of the country. That's what I meant. (laughs) You know, to be fair, it's it's better for you to say the... It's it's actually much more unifying to say the country of the world rather than, like, someone saying the country of Africa, which is a whole different... (laughs)
3: Which is a whole different...
2: Yeah. (laughs) Have
3: you ever met somebody who's, like, well, technically, I'm from the United States, but I like to consider myself a citizen of the world. And you're like, okay, calm down, man. You've been to Paris, like, twice? Like, all right.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a man of the world. <laughs> right? Uh, you know, uh, have you ever been to the Southern Hemisphere?
3: Uh, I have not.
2: Okay, it's, there's, here's a crazy fact I uh. learned about the Southern Hemisphere, that all the Southern Hemisphere listeners, actually I have quite a few listeners in Australia, so they can verify this for me. All the right. moon is upside down. In the sky in the southern hemisphere.
3: Well the moon is also a, a circle. So like if it's upside down it's, it's because it's just a circle. <laughs> it's no no like you know like the moon like you know
2: there's like those distinctive like play oh, uh, like, craters.
3: Yes. Those, oh, okay. Like
2: those distinctive like the seas, what they call it, like
3: Or We're the ones who are upside down.
2: I mean, you would be. That's why you're looking at it from the moon. <laughs> so that's why it's upside down. The sun is. You're looking at it from a different angle, and I'm just like, "Whoa, that blew my mind."
3: <laughs> I have seen the thing that's like what we think of as a crescent moon looks mm-hmm. different in different parts of the globe. Yeah,
2: because
3: obviously yeah, we're
2: looking at it from different perspectives. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yep. Anyways, Tethys was described in <laughs>
3: 1970. <laughs> <laughs> I only exist on this podcast to derail Matt. Yeah,
2: pop culture appearances, Jurassic World the game, the mobile game we always talk about in the show because it has so many freaking creatures, uh, as well as an episode of Dinosaur Train in the documentary Sky Monsters. Huh. Yeah, this except this isn't really a monster. That thing with the giraffe size thing, that's a monster. This that's is some, what...
3: I mean, this would still scare the crap out of me if I saw this today. Like... Yeah, I
2: guess that's true. But, uh, But here's the thing about, like, uh, pterodactyls that, like, that, that lame Before Time doesn't tell you. Hmm. Uh, pterosaurs were not herbivores. Oh! They were not. Leaves are not very nutritious, and thus a diet of them exclusively does not provide enough energy for a flying animal.
3: Huh.
2: Some of them might have been fruit eaters living off the sugar like modern parrots and right. toucans, but they also probably balanced their diet with insects and other protein sources.
3: I thought Petrie did, like, eat some bugs and stuff in the movie. I don't
2: remember. I remember in the first movie, which is all I've seen recently, because I'm sure the sequels do not hold up. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but I remember he just ate leaves in that one and was just focused on eating leaves.
3: Maybe so. Maybe so. I don't know. I mean, mm. Matt and I have a whole Patreon episode yes. plug. Uh- <laughs> uh, yes, about about Lamb Before
2: Time. And one of these days, Time. we'll probably do an episode on all the sequels. And I'll probably just lump them all into one episode because...
3: <laughs> the mega episode of sequels.
2: Yeah, because there's 14 of them. Uh, and I am not watching all of them for that. I'm just... <laughs>
3: oh, I'm. G- we'll make it a marathon weekend. Ah! It'll be great. It'll be so fun. Uh, uh, bring on the drinks. Bring <laughs> okay. on the drinks.
2: No drinking games, though, just because that was 14 of them. Any amount of anything, we die. Yeah, no. <laughs> but like, it'd just be to get us through it. So. <laughs>
3: we just need, like, a regular stream of alcohol. No, like, crazy, like, anytime this character says this catchphrase. Like, no, 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 no. Just, like... Refill my drink Mm. every like forty eight minutes. Yes, yes.
2: Okay, so uh, in fact, large pterosaurs like the aforementioned Quetzalcoatlus Mm. were terrifying predators, able to pluck small dinosaurs off the ground and scavenge off the carcasses of larger ones. Really? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Oh, that's so terrifying. Actually. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's so concerning.
2: Why they're not around anymore?
3: (laughs) I well, okay, that's fair. But like. (laughs) I was thinking like oh like it's like a flamingo, so it's got like this like well not proper th-
2: this one is right not Quetzalcoatlus, which is not the one we're talking about today. So
0: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm.
2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wait. We're talking Which about, tar- yeah. about Taro Dostro. That's the 8-foot one.
3: Yeah, but you just said it was still eating small animals. That was
2: Quetzalcoatlus I was talking about. Just was- kidding. Yeah. so <laughs> But so how about, this is when I'm going to transition seamlessly into Pterodostro, mm-hmm. but how about one that fed like a flamingo?
3: Oh. <laughs> okay, okay now, now we're back. Now okay. we're back.
2: Uh, um, to the point that it might have actually been pink. Really? <laughs> yeah. Enter a creature that has thick, bristle-like teeth from its lower jaw, unlike any other pterosaur. Huh. This jaw was used to strain shrimp-like crustaceans, plankton, algae, and really small fish.
3: Uh, kind of like a whale, you know? like Yeah, yeah. Like, like it just baleen... kind of like opens its mouth. Yeah, and... just like
2: filter feeding, yeah.
3: Oh, that's so interesting. So like mm-hmm. them and then like the good place right those yes. have like popularized eating a ton of shrimp
2: uh i haven't seen the good place i need to see the good place
3: what it's, it's so good uh, but it's, it's
2: about death and uh, i'm 30 and so i think about death a lot because i'm so close to it right, <laughs> right
3: well you are over the hill <laughs> yeah. sorry to break it to your friend yep, it's all
2: downhill from here
3: yeah yeah i well, mean you've got what three four years left
2: yeah you know that that horror movie <laughs> countdown i you heard of countdown <laughs> Maybe? It's a it's a movie that came out a couple of years ago. I've heard it's really bad, but it has a very intriguing premise. It's about an mm. app that you download that tells you, uh, it's a countdown of when you're going to die down to the second. Oh, shit. And shoot. it is supernatural, so it is always accurate. Oh, so great. What That's... if I looked at that thing and said, like, you got three years left. I'm like, well, Velociraptor noise. <laughs> 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 like...
3: <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I feel like I would look at that and be like, you have like 15 years left. I'd be like, really? I have 15? That's so much longer than I expected. (laughs) Uh,
2: All right. So where was I? Okay. So.
3: (laughs) So, okay. So it like filter feeds. Yes.
2: It filter feeds. Like flamingos also have a long neck and torso. Mm. And paleontologist Robert Backer suggested that it might've even been pink. Like a flamingo due to feeding on a similar diet. Oh. So that'd be cool. I like Robert Bakker. He wrote one of my favorite books, Raptor Red. Um, hmm. It's like kind of a fiction, but t- that's like super accurate about a raptor that like just lives hmm. and and like she she has sort of thoughts, but it's like sniff. That's my kind, but nothing really more than that. So oh,
3: okay, so like very rudimentary, yeah, intelligence. like
2: slightly anthropomorphized, but overall they're just animals. And-
3: I don't know, like that sounds like almost basic, like pigs are supposed to have the same intelligence level as, like, a three-year-old, right? right? yeah, yeah. And, like, three-year-olds, like, have a decent grasp onto, like okay, like, this is my toy, that is, like, my mom, yeah. that is a different person. Well, that I have
2: a one-year-old. Well, no, I don't have a one-year-old, I'm not a father. <laughs> my sister has a one-year-old. This uh, is going to be a
3: very big reveal here.
2: Guys, I'm a dad! <laughs>
3: <laughs> he just found a child Yeah, because I'm
2: still single, but <laughs> I just found this child off the street. <laughs> or, no, in the river, Moses-style.
3: Moses-style. <laughs> right, the river... Where the dinosaur was.
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: feeding off of the shrimp. Yes, yes.
2: Pterodostro pushed the child to me in the basket like this. We bestow uh, this upon you. So this
3: was the other thing. Admittedly, I was looking at the wrong prehistoric creature, I realize now. Yes. I feel like it looks a little bit less like a flamingo to me and a little more like that, like, classic, like, pelican. Uh, like the, um, uh, or what's the bird that brought the babies? Oh, the stork. The stork. Yes. Thank you. I got a real stork vibe from Yeah, no,
2: those are pretty stork-like.
3: Which like always reminds me have you seen the like uh, political cartoon from like the 19 like early 1900s that's yeah. the woman in the like proper attire or whatever and the stork is coming with a baby and she's like beating it off with an umbrella
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good um, uh, anyways
3: old-fashioned birth control
2: uh, so anyways I like <laughs> uh, I, I like Robert backer uh, like he wrote my favorite books but plus he's also the rival the main arch enemy of the show Jack Horner. Uh, hmm. Have you heard me talk about Jack Horner on this show? Not even a little bit. Oh, God. Oh, you call yourself a listener. No, nah, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a listener. I just also have no long-term memory.
2: Yeah, Jack Horner. And so the enemy of the enemy is my friend. So welcome to the Cool Kids Club, Mr. Backer. Hey. <laughs> okay.
3: You're welcome on this podcast anytime.
2: Yeah, Jack Horner, I guess you're welcome, too. Like, I, I like you. You're fine. You seem nice. But, boy, your theories suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he likes to make controversy. You know the whole thing of, like, T-Rex being a scavenger? That whole theory? Oh, yeah. That was Jack Horner and Jack Horner alone. <laughs> oh. Uh, there was no evidence really for it, but he really pushed that idea. So
3: he's, like, the fake news of the, like...
2: What he tries to do is, like, he doesn't want science to remain stagnant. So what he does is he, like, throws out ideas for it to, like, kind of keep it going. and like. Make... Oh,
3: interesting. Which...
2: I kind of get. And, yeah. And there is some basis behind some of them, but he's very stubborn about like, no, this is what it is. And
3: right. So hmm.
2: anyways, uh, as well as being fl- like flamingos, Tarodostra was similar to geese and swans and that due to its long neck and short legs, it needed frantic and low angle takeoffs to achieve lift.
3: I know this is the wrong creature, but when you say long neck and short legs. How always think of—I have a big head and small arms. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes, yes. The uh, from yes. <laughs> oh, that came out a lot in the hundredth episode of.
3: Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic mm-hmm. moment in yeah. cinema.
2: Yeah, <laughs> one of the <laughs> defining moments. Rosebud. <laughs> uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn.
3: Right, right. I have um,
2: big head and little nobody's arms. Nobody's
3: perfect. I have a big head and little arms. That'll do,
2: pig. That'll do. That'll do, pig. <laughs> 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 and I've got a big head and low arms. So. <laughs>
3: I mean, it's right up there. Great cinema. Yeah. Great cinema. Oh, uh-huh.
2: uh, man. Also, you know what? Here's an interesting thing about pterosaurs uh, mm. that most people do not know in terms of, like, takeoffs. Uh, the unique pterosaurs are unique in that they took off quadrupedally using mm. all four legs.
3: Oh. Oh, God. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah. To see something like that, like, running on all four legs and then, like, Going Just up into the jumping oh, all at once because no. like
2: pterosaurs that you know a lot of people imagine pterosaurs as two legged like it's kind of like birds you know you yeah. see you see them often like in old cartoons like standing upright with their wings up no Yeah, yeah. no no like their wings and legs were connected like they, they had a they like they used the forelimbs mainly oh. to flap them but the flap of skin went all the way down to the knees so
3: oh weird so, so
2: it's- uh yeah so and then when it walked it walked on all fours kind of like a bat have you ever seen bats walk you know.
3: It, it, no and i have they a suspicion that i'm gonna be very terrified yeah to they, see a they don't they crawling. don't stand up
2: on two legs like a bird they crawl so and this is kind of yeah. like that so
3: okay but like so little peek behind the curtain we are uh recording this on october 1st which oh, is the that's start true. of spooky season and this
2: might come out not too long from now, because this is, I think, episode 104, I think. So.
3: Oh, shoot. So,
2: yeah, because, like, that's why I wanted to record you pretty quickly, because I'm like, I need this pretty quick. <laughs> so quickly. So. Sure. so it might still, it might be.
3: And he needs at least three days to edit out all these tangents anyway.
2: Yeah, uh, three days of solid editing. Okay, so this will be o- October 19th is when this comes out.
3: Oh, shoot.
2: So. Hello,
3: future Laura.
2: Yes, f- not too far in the future, though, just a little bit.
3: <laughs> just a little bit.
2: Uh, But, yeah, no, so, yeah, this is spooky season, so.
3: It's spooky season. So, like, imagine, if you will. Yes. A haunted house that's dinosaur themed.
2: Doesn't sound very haunted. It sounds great. (laughs)
3: It sounds terrifying if you do it right. I think this could be very scary. Like Jurassic Park, but like.
2: Well, see, that's the thing. A little less campy. I've asked you this. Several times on the show, and I'm right. assuming the answer is still the same. Right. You have not seen the Last Jurassic World no, movie. Not even a no, bit. no, no, no. So the last, <laughs> like I've told you a bit about different bits about that movie throughout the show. Eventually, I'm going to tell you so much that you will basically have seen the movie already. Exactly. I mean, that's my goal
3: actually. So I'll never actually have to watch the movie. the
2: la- I- The last third of the movie is basically a haunted house, but with dinosaurs.
3: Oh shit! <laughs> so I mean, it sounds like. Those producers copied yeah. my idea. Yes.
2: They went. They saw, heard this episode, went right. back in time. Right.
3: Time travel's probably a thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Where do you think all those dinosaurs come from? They do the movies. They, yeah.
3: yeah. Birds aren't real, guys. We've covered this before. Yeah. So, really, all the birds we have are just the dinosaurs that came through the time travel portal. Like.
2: I mean... 80% of that sentence is correct. You lost me after the time travel portal. But birds aren't just dinosaurs, yes. Honestly,
3: 80% of any sentence I say being correct is pretty good for me. Like
2: That sentence was 100% correct. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so, basically, this thing, Pterodoster, was a, like a mix between a flamingo, a goose, a swan, and a reptile, but more reptile than the other three things. <laughs> Convergent oh evolution goodness. at work, baby.
3: <laughs> Love it. Yep. Anyways. Love it.
2: anyways, also, Pterodoster was in that rare group club of prehistoric critters where we found not only eggs, mm. but fossilized embryos within the eggs.
3: Oh, wow.
2: (sighs) Yeah, something that requires the eggs to die without being eaten or destroyed by natural causes.
3: That's gotta be incredibly rare.
2: Yeah, perhaps it fell into a lake and drowned, like the eggs did. Uh, oh, So maybe a pterodoster was too busy eating shrimp in, in the wetlands of getting pink and not realizing it was laying a bunch of eggs behind it. <laughs>
3: I mean, honestly, who hasn't been there, uh, right? They, they
2: plopped into the water like pellets of poop and died, and then boom, fossils. <laughs>
3: and then boom, fossils. And you know what? What's responsibility.
2: Well, actually, no, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be enough time for the oak to develop into an embryo, but that's the only problem with that theory.
3: Ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it sounds still pretty legit to me, yeah. so.
2: Anyway, so this is the pink pterodactyl, pterodostro, like a flamingo. Let's rate it one out of 65 million. Mm,
3: I rate it, uh, I'm going to say one Jeremy Baramy of giant flying shrimp.
2: I do not know the reference, and we don't have time to
3: <laughs> find a... The good place. Oh,
2: yes, yes, of course. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, I'm going to rate it... God, your ratings always throw me off. I always <laughs> just feel so bad. Like, for consistency's sake, I want to keep saying, you know, I'll rate it this million. But then I'm just like, but I want to do a wacky rating, so I have to do I two mean, ratings. That's you? fair. This okay, so fair. my normal rating, uh, let's uh, like 25 billion. I mean, it's cool. I got, it. I mean, okay, okay actually, maybe, not
3: bad. maybe Maybe 30
2: million. You know, it's the fact that it's a pink pterosaur, that's pretty distinctive, you know? Right, it's yeah. pink,
3: and, like, you don't think of dinosaurs being pink. Yeah. Well, maybe... Uh, the Flintstones. Yes,
2: yes. Uh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, okay, my wacky rating, I'm going to rate it uh, that one segment from Fantasia 2000 whip out the flamingo with the yo yo. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> <laughs> a teradost- I'm going to rate it one pterodostro with a yo yo.
3: One pterodostro with a yo yo. I, I mean, mean,
2: Fantasia, not that Fantasia, but Fantasia does have a segment just on dinosaurs. So, Well, not just on dinosaurs, about prehistory. Um, hmm. You remember that? No. Uh, I won't, I'm going to cover that for the Patreon at some point.
3: <laughs> one of these days I will also subscribe to your Patreon.
2: Eh, you know, money's tight, you know. <laughs> eh. Oh, man. All right, so that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at Matt's D at MatthewDawnCreator.com for your general questions to either co-host. You can follow me on social media at matthewdoncreator on Facebook, matthewdon 64 on Twitter, and matthewdon 64 on Instagram. Uh, You can follow, like, or I guess you could, like, you could use that email to get a hold of any of the hosts of the show. Yeah. Um, Some people here like to give off their... Instagram, I don't know if you sure, care. Sure, yeah. yeah,
3: I guess. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Thespian Laura.
2: Yes, you're such a good thespian.
3: Ah, thank you, thank you, as I have not actually worked on a theater production in, like...
2: Hey, you have a damn good excuse. <laughs> have you seen true. the world?
3: <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> I it re-
2: is... Didn't you do a production or, like, were part of a production that was, like, masks, though?
3: I did. Uh, I helped out for two weekends on a production that was social distancing friendly. Yeah. Still, I mean, it's been before, obviously, the world exploded. (laughs) The longest I had gone without a show in my life was, like, six months yeah well
2: i remember i think it was like maybe four february of 2020 i saw your scottsboro boys voice yeah. thing that was like just before the pandemic
3: the scottsboro boys yeah we lost our like last weekend of performances yeah. and everybody was like we're gonna bring it back in like a month and a half once this, and all, blows this all blows over and- yeah Go support live theater, folks.
2: <laughs> yes, indeed. And man, a few months later, that show was more relevant than ever. Seriously. So,
3: DCPA, are you listening? Yep, like...
2: ACAB. Anyways, <laughs> I can be political on this show.
3: I mean, it's your show, so like, hey, ACAB. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, anyways.
3: I have a show.
2: book series on Amazon, Megazoic, available for printing Kindle. There is no pterodoster in it, or cops. Lame. Oh, but good. There are no... there are Yeah, well, there are like soldiers and military and other stuff. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Military can be used all right. It was all right during World War II <laughs> when we actually had an enemy to fight. <laughs> That's true. So rather than just, you know, fighting for oil or, you know, pro- war profiteering. Pol- politics, guys! <laughs> <laughs> on your dinosaurs, I
3: bring out the worst of this podcast.
2: <laughs> uh, no, no, you and Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> the whole podcast would explode and the studio would set on fire if I had the two of you and me together. <laughs> Hear me out. Yeah.
3: We have... The two of us and you, and we record an episode, but we all have alcohol as well.
2: Oh, that sounds like a Patreon exclusive way to happen.
3: <laughs> if you want to see it, let us know.
2: <laughs> all right. So, I also have another podcast called The Ritwit, where two Twix talk about ritting. Uh, it's all right. I'm recording it's more a of fun that. One. I'm recording more of that tomorrow. All right. Well, that's it for this week. It's the end of every episode of Paleobites. Well, I'm just mentioning filter feed, like. <laughs>